Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. It's, it's all, all by design. design. I'm Allie. I'm Shreya. And I'm Kiana. We are three roommates living in Atlanta, Georgia that hang out all the time. And so naturally we decided to make a podcast because what else would we be doing or what can you expect from 20 somethings with literally nothing to do besides hang out? We decided to, to do <laughs> spit it <laughs> because out. Because we thought it could be fun to figure out why things are the way that they are and like why they're designed that way. So, like, if you've, like, seen The Devil Wears Prada, Miranda Priestly has that whole speech about, like, the cerulean sweater and how, like, that thing was, like, designed, like, years before you by, like, some fashion designer and how, like, you think you have this, like, illusion of choice when you're, like, buying things and you can, like, abstain from certain things, but, you know, past history or certain, like, decisions by other people, sorry, that's really general, have, like, created the world that you live in. And so it's, like, nice to, like, delve into them and deep dive and, like, try to understand why they why things are the way that they are, why they're all by design. For that, though, um, we should probably introduce ourselves to our masses of fans. (laughs) So true. Okay, yeah, so let's go around and say our big three. Okay, so my big three in planets. um, I'm a a Pisces sun, an Aquarius moon, and a Taurus rising. Okay. Um, I am a Sagittarius sun, a Libra moon, and a Scorpio rising. Um, so I'm a Leo sun, a Pisces moon, and a Pisces rising. So lots of emotions. Okay. So anything, anything new with you guys? Anything new in pop culture as if we didn't spend the entire day together? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's just... Let's think about the new, the news. What did we see? What did we see on social media today? What did we see? Oh, I saw Selena the- Gomez post. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. oh, you guys were saying something when I was asleep in my room. <laughs> I, what were we saying? <laughs> I don't Probably know. I said that. Things. I was working in my room, and I heard you guys talking about Selena's post. Oh, the, we were saying that like the reason she put out that statement is because she got caught liking some Amy Schumer post. Oh yeah, oh, she did. Yeah. yeah, because in the message she was like, um, "I took a break from social media for like my mental health, or like because everything is like horrifying mm-hmm. and heartbreaking or whatever." Um, but then she's been like, like she got caught liking Amy Schumer's post oh like gosh. 48 hours ago. So she's been on social yeah. media. She's not taking a break. Yeah. She just got caught and then she had to say something because yeah. people know she's online now. So. And she was at like a Lakers game yesterday. Are you really? serious? Yeah. It's just like these people, like I, like I truly believe that Selena Gomez doesn't want there to be like genocide. But like, if you don't have like something intelligent to say about it, so like you're like hundreds of millions of followers, yeah. like, then just stop all right we're back we're back take like 90 on episode (laughs) one okay so basically how this episode is gonna go we're gonna give you guys kind of like an outline and like chronological order but like the history of like pop stars and pop music and then like as we're talking as we're going through like the facts because we did so much research um we're just gonna like give our own opinions so hopefully it's entertaining for the listeners 
Okay, so pop music and pop stars originated in the 50s, in the mid-50s, in America and the UK. And the first pop music charts um, started to exist in 1952, which was around the same time that, like, being a teenager became more commonplace in society and culture. And this was actually because of, like, a post-World War II world. Kids, like, didn't have to immediately enter the workforce. And so they were able to, like, go to high school and then kind of, like, this, like, culture for kids in that age group began to grow. And also, like, people had, like, bigger houses and they had more money and they were like moving to the suburbs and so these teenagers also got to have their own rooms and they like wanted to like decorate their own rooms with like their own interests Mm. and so this like group of people that you know like society could market to became like available and that's when like popular music like was able to really take off yeah it makes sense that it started with teens especially because they would be the ones that would be the most receptive to pop culture yeah especially because they Mm -hmm. don't have a history to compare it to yeah yeah i feel like they're more likely to want new things because Mm -hmm. they aren't trying to like cling on to like the good old ways in the way that i feel like we always talk about how like boomers are always like oh like back in like the good old days and stuff um i feel like they're always looking for like something new yeah I think it's like really funny because like now on TikTok it's like a whole like genre of comedy to like imitate like how like millennials are and mm-hmm. the millennials get upset because they're like like what's wrong with skinny jeans yeah. like what's wrong with like, holding your phone like 10 feet above your head when you're taking a selfie wait can I interrupt I have a question for you guys yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys ever have anything like in your room like pop culture stuff oh yes I have this oh, really? huge poster of Hannah Montana above my bed really yeah I had, like, I would get those, like, magazines, you know, like, the Radio Disney magazines, oh, like, yeah, Teen yeah. Beats and, like, stuff J-14 like that. J14 or whatever. Yes. And I would cut out all the centerfolds, and I would put them all up in my room, and, like, my entire walls were covered in them. And in my closet, I would cut out pictures of everyone, and there was an entire shrine oh in the back gosh. of my closet door, oh my and God. it was just full of celebrities. I had nothing. And that was my whole room. It was just, like, covered in pictures of celebrities. I just remember I would have thought actually. you were so cool if I saw that. <laughs> really yeah yeah that was like the cool thing to that's do. cool that's interesting maybe i can find a picture to show you guys especially because like, like my parents like would not years. be okay with me doing that really my parents like didn't care whatever i put Actually, on my walls maybe they wouldn't have cared i don't know at one point i had one of those magazines and like i wasn't that big of a fan of one direction but the only person that was in that magazine was niall horn so i just had like a picture of niall <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. But yeah. So anyways, back to teenagers. Um, So they're like also like the most like group together people in like school and they get to like spread things within each other. And then so like that's how like popular music was really able to take off with specifically with the teens. I know like pop music is something that's been referred to as like being like really girly and it's like very popular with like young girls. And I think that tends to be a thing because um, like girls specifically like to have like a really personal connection to like the artists that they listen to and so they're more likely to like go to their concerts and buy their merch and like Mm -hmm. follow them on Instagram and so I think that's also why a lot of these like pop stars now and maybe even back then were like marketed specifically towards women yeah and like young girls yeah like even with One Direction they're all men but it was girls that found a way to connect with them Mm -hmm. because they made it their brand to be like as boyish and yeah. high school varsity coded as possible. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. With like the video diaries and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody was watching those all the time, and it's just because we felt like they were like our friends. Yeah, yeah, we ate that shit up. Yeah, which is also I feel like kind of the same reason why people like Taylor Swift so much because yeah. she like puts out all these songs that are about every single thing that's happened in her life, and it makes you feel like 
she's like your best friend like she's like yeah. so mm-hmm. relatable like there's no reason for her to be relatable to us but she is yeah mm-hmm. also both taylor swift and one direction they have like inside jokes with their fans mm-hmm. yeah and they like express that in their music as well and it's just like it it's all one big brand yeah mm-hmm. and like taylor she always releases like her like diaries like you literally think you're like a part yeah. of her life yeah like, exactly you get to like see it like in her handwriting like right. today i did this it's pretty cool but yeah, so anyways, back to the 1900s. So then in the 50s and 60s, pop music, which was just like popular music, was dominated by like rock and roll. And then um, in the 60s, like music became more like commercialized and it was more accessible. And like during the Cold War, a lot of like technology, you know, came to be. And so like people were able to like listen to more music, you know, at home. And they had like portable radios and they could take it around. I don't know, it wasn't there. That's what I heard. <laughs> And then, so then in the 60s, after all of that, um, it came, like, the rock craze was a thing with, like, Elvis and the Beatles. And, like, the Beatles had, like, an insane influence mm-hmm. on just, like, a whole generation with their music style and their um, personal style, like, in their clothes. And they also, like, were one of, like, the first to, like, say that they wrote their own music. And I think that, like, I th- I think, I don't know, I wasn't there, but, like it like created like a g- big connection with like their fans they were like oh like these are this is like how they feel maybe i didn't know they were the first to say that they wrote their own music yeah they like created like the songwriting genre you know like the singer songwriter oh really that that was them i think so interesting i mean i saw that online but like i i guess that's where that came from mm. oh, that's cool. don't put that in there though unless i after i look it up okay okay <laughs> but yeah it is pretty cool like it's like i feel like we're so far removed from the beatles um that like like, we can't really understand, like, the impact that they had. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything that we consume is because of, like, all these, like, previous, like, pop stars. Like, yeah. they created that thing. And then, um, so then in the 70s, there was Elton John, which was, like, a huge influence. He was, like, a new sound that was also commercially successful. And um, I saw this somewhere that was really interesting. They said that the reason his music seems kind of basic now um, is because he had such a big impact like that artists today are using elements of his musical style in their own so like whatever mm-hmm. style that was like unique to him has become so popular that it's just like like basic now which is like crazy yeah. wow it's kind of like um remember when we went to the coke factory and they said that like the bottle was designed to even be able to be recognized in the dark and now, like, when you think of, like, a soda bottle, you think of, like... The like, Coke the bottle. Coke. Yeah. 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 And it's, like, their thing was, like, so unique, but so, like... Like, they created, like, yeah. the industry standard. Yeah, exactly. It's a yeah. like standard, yeah. That's pretty cool that, like, he had that kind of influence Ooh. on pop music. Okay, so then moving from the 70s into the 80s, and the 80s, one of the biggest pop stars was obviously Madonna. She was, like, one of the first to, like, truly embrace her sexuality, and she was not just a singer, but also, like, a persona, and her fashion had, like, a direct influence on both her music and just, like, her fans. Like, they, Mm -hmm. like, followed her style and stuff, and she actually invented, like, eras. Like, she was the first to, like, reinvent herself with every new album and, like, like, redo her whole image, and it's, like, really cool because, like, now it's like Taylor Swift's like it's whole like thing. Big thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We should call this episode how Madonna gave us Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the 80s, obviously, in numerical order, we have the 90s, which is like the era of like the boy bands. And they were like way more manufactured because I feel like at this point, like these like major record labels like really had like a grip on like what was going to sell. And mm-hmm. so they could like pick these like boys or girls or whoever and like kind of like plant them and like you know yeah each of them has a different trope yeah exactly that's interesting too that it's like boy bands because i feel like 
um we were just talking about how they like kind of try to market it to like women specifically mm-hmm. so like their first big like structured like grab at the pop industry was like men who would like appeal traditionally yeah. to like women yeah was, like, i wonder boys. if yeah do you know if they ever like tried to start with like a girl just, like, group a girl, yeah girl groups i don't know I and feel have like, like the tropes for them take girls as seriously well there Maybe. was the spice girls what yeah mean? i don't know when the spice girls existed 90s i think like, the trope yeah the spice girls debuted in 1994 and what about like, destiny's child oh. destiny's child was 1990 1990 mm-hmm. wow beyonce's career is so, so long, long. That is crazy. I would be like pretty annoyed if I was her. (laughs) Why? Because like this like little girl showed up when I was already like 15 years deep into my career. And now everyone's like Beyonce or Taylor Swift. Like who's like, (laughs) who's what? Yeah. And like, I like because there's such an age gap, like she's not going to like beef with this. Like exactly. Taylor Swift supposedly beefing with Olivia Rodrigo. Even even bigger yeah. of an age gap, yeah, but like yeah, bigger. like there's no way like yeah, it's it's not happening. Like Taylor is not. Well, I I do think they are beefing. I don't think they have personal beef. I think if anything, no, there agree. was like something with like the publishing rights of like whatever who got credit with what. Yeah. But I don't think like them two like personally are like texting like snarky. Well, okay, I agree. But then I saw a bunch of stuff about how like Olivia Rodrigo like at photo shoots and like stuff like that. Like she will not let like anyone play Taylor Swift songs. Like you're like really? not supposed to. And she like really Yeah. Like she didn't listen to the new albums. She like doesn't listen to her at all anymore. And I feel like that's like a pretty big like personal thing. So I feel like maybe it's like one sided beef. I think maybe I think she's just salty. Like I think Taylor Swift like did what she did, and then Olivia Rodrigo got like emotionally butthurt about it, which I think is completely fair. Yeah, Yeah, that is because that was like her idol. Like she like grew up and wanted to be Taylor Swift. Yeah, Yeah. but yeah. So then um, after like the boy bands were a thing, and like the girl groups and all that stuff, some of like the individual people were able to sustain like solo careers, like Justin Timberlake and Beyonce, and then so then they try to push like more like female solo acts and. And then, like, I think that just kind of, like, brings us to now, like, in, like, the 2010s and the 2020s. Like, we have – I do you guys think we're, like, past the era of, like, the boy-slash-girl band? Like, I think – Well, there's K-pop. There is K-pop. I That's don't know much true. about K-pop. In, um, in terms of, like, like, American pop culture, at least, I don't know. I can't think of, like, the last – I mean, like, obviously, One Direction was, like, like a once-in-a-lifetime thing, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But, like, I can't, besides, like, BTS and Blackpink, I can't think of anyone else that's, like, a group right now. Fifth Harmony, like, kind of died out. Little Oh, Little Five Mix Sauce. is actually still going so strong. And so is Five Sauce. Yeah. Yeah, they have, like, I feel like Little Mix and Five Sauce both have their, like, their fans, but they're not, like, like, you know how One Direction was, like, yeah, everywhere? Yeah, they're not, like, they're as not mainstream. Like yeah. Also, do you guys remember when Taylor Swift was, like, in her 1989 tour, like, this guy is, like, the Frank Sinatra of our generation, like, we're we're so blessed to, like, see this guy live, and then, like, Justin Timberlake came out from under the stage. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That was, like, actually, like, aged, like, milk. Like, that was horrible. Oh, yeah, and then I think also, like, now, like, recently, because of, like, social media, like especially like the earlier pop stars that were really able to like leverage either like social media or like tv appearances or stuff like that like they were able to 
build like a really strong connection with their fans and I think like Britney Spears Mariah Carey did that Mm -hmm. um and like I think Taylor does it really well and she did it really well like she like she has this like one interview where she's like talking about how like like record producers and all these people will like be like super stressed that like things are always changing and they like don't know how to like sell like a record and she Mm -hmm. thinks it's like exciting that like every time like she has an album release like there's like a new way to promote it like you know like two years ago there were more I don't know like three or four years ago there was no TikTok but now there's TikTok and like she uses that to promote it and like like she says how it's like exciting to like use these different platforms to adapt and like when she was starting out she used like MySpace a lot which Mm -hmm. is like she was able to like build like a really close connection with the fans which is cool it's because these like older corporate organizations Mm -hmm. are just so like stuck in their ways yeah and they get really stressed out if there's even one person that like thinks even like a slightly different different. from them Yeah. yeah there was an episode of something I was listening to where they talked about how um, like in terms of Britney and Christina, Christina's like objectively more like vocally like talented, I guess. Yeah. Um, but because she was like not like the girl next door, like your best friend, so relatable, like all of that mm. stuff, like mm-hmm. um, she wasn't the one that was popular, even though like in theory, in terms of like voice, like she was a lot better yeah. because Britney was like the girl next door, like she was the one that became popular. And it's like the same thing kind of happened like when we were growing up with Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato where Selena Gomez was like the girl next door, like the best friend, the relatable one. Yeah. yeah and Demi Lovato true. was like a little bit more like cold and just like, you know, she yeah. had her own stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like vocally like insane. But yeah. Selena Gomez is the one with like the more yeah, popularity exactly. and successful yeah. music career. Yeah. And like you kept saying like they're like more relatable and it's like so cool that like that one factor that like makes them like wildly successful comes down to the fact of like are they relatable to their fan base which is mm-hmm. like young girls. And so like teenagers are like really truly like the backbone of like so much. Mm-hmm. But like specifically like young girls they like get shit on so so much, much. in their interests yeah. and it's like so tough and like um I was listening to what was I listening to? Oh, Celebrity Memoir Book Club their Britney podcast. And they were talking about how, like, like Britney was taken as such a joke. Like, she, she, like if we look go back and look at, like, the stuff now, like, her music is good. Her music videos are good. She had this, like, yeah. style and, like, you know, she like, way about her. She yeah. was an icon. And, but then back then she was, like, a joke because, like, she just, like, made music yeah. for teenagers. And it's, like, yeah. that's, like, so ridiculous that, like, this, like, insanely talented woman, like, was just, like... Yeah. Like, taken for granted. Basically. Growing up, I didn't really know that much about pop culture. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I did know about Britney is that she's crazy. Yeah, Same. exactly. She, like, shaved her head. Yeah. And, like, it's so bad. So, thank you guys for what for not watching. Thank you. <laughs> Except for Manoj. Thank you for watching our <laughs> podcast. Thank you, everybody else, for listening to our podcast. Um, sorry if this episode was like all over the place please give us feedback don't apologize okay this episode might have been all over the place we're gonna improve we don't care we don't we don't care but we'll take constructive criticism from people who are nice um (laughs) if you know us in Um, real life i don't think we should open up our podcast to constructive criticism (laughs) a review but only good reviews leave a good review you can dm me personally if you if you have a problem just don't listen to the podcast yeah okay okay sure yeah so if you have any ideas for topics you want us to talk about um please let us know thank you so much this is fun this is so fun i had a good time i had a good time okay bye guys